Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's good, Thunder fans? My name is Matty Moles, and you people are listening to Topic Thunder. This game did not go the way that I expected it to go. It was tough sledding for the Thunder. They looked like they were going to be able to fight back. That they were going to be able to overcome some early jitters, some early turnovers. Russell Westbrook had four turnovers in the first quarter, which was his most in a single quarter all season. And that was kind of indicative of how we would start the game. It was kind of a rough go of it, but surprisingly, OKC was up early um, at the end of one, and then they seemed to lose steam, and anytime they would lock down, we would see some of that patented Oklahoma City defense, the number one rated defense and efficiency in the NBA, then the Pelicans would battle them on the boards, they would win. They would get the offensive rebound and then put it back. And coupling that with some mistakes that the Thunder made themselves. Some things that maybe New Orleans didn't necessarily force OKC to do. But OKC just kind of gave uh, parts of this game away to New Orleans. And that was just too much for the Thunder to overcome. Late in the game, the Thunder had a chance to buckle down and get a few stops. They were down by seven points with like a minute 20-something left. And were able to get a couple of good looks, uh, potentially to take the lead, and just couldn't get the shot to fall. Westbrook missed one. Then Westbrook made a play inside and found Alex Brennis for a pretty good look, and it was missed. And that's all she wrote, a couple of fouls, and the Thunder... End up falling to the New Orleans Pelicans 118 to 114. So it's a pretty frustrating game. I will get into all that and go quarter by quarter with some big plays and some overall stats. But first, we have a little housekeeping. So now for a word from our sponsor. And we're back. So if you want to know how this game went down, You know what to do. I'm talking about hooking up the TiVo. You don't have to explain to me why you need TiVo. All right. So one of the things that I noticed pretty early on in this one 
as good as our defense has been, there are times where the Thunder would lose some focus and have a guy hit us with the backdoor cut. And that's what happened early on in this one. Anthony Davis got his first of 44 points in this game by just feigning a hard screen and then cutting hard to the basket. And it was just not uh, not pretty. He was all by himself in the paint. And then shortly thereafter, Russ had a bad miss dribble. He gathered the ball back, uh, almost went over and back, and threw the ball uh, trying to save it where it got picked off and resulted in two points the other way. Right after that, Paul George had a bad pass and two more points went the other way. And that was kind of part of the story of how this game went. Um, OKC won the fast break points, 17 to 13. But a lot of that was late as they were pushing to try to come back into it. Um, They were just very stagnant on the offensive end. They did not value the basketball early on. And it was shown by uh, some turnovers that OKC had early. OKC ended up with six turnovers in the quarter, four of which were from Russell Westbrook, two of which were from Paul George. And neither one of them really got going uh, early on as far as looking how, looking, you know, efficient, looking highly involved in the offense. Um, but a guy who did look good, uh, Steven Adams, was very aggressive early on inside. And they were attacking the paint. OKC was just attacking the paint with Steven Adams, as we've seen from them a lot this year. They try to get him going and then use him to kick it outside and and get the outside game going. And Steven Adams was good early. Uh, the problem is Anthony Davis was also getting some easy action by, again, hard uh, cuts to the inside the paint. And he was wide open on a couple of occasions and easy for him to make shots when he's the only one in the paint. And that helped to get him go early. So in less than four minutes, OKC started with four turnovers. Billy Donovan seen enough. He called a timeout and then drew up a play and Russell Westbrook was able to get an easy layup. Surprisingly enough, fun fact, the first Diallo in the game was not Hami. No, it was Sheik. And Sheik, Czech, uh, Diallo... Had a pretty insignificant game. He was 0 for 1, negative 7, and the plus or minus was check in just four minutes. But he came came in early on in that first quarter, uh, four minutes in the quarter rather. But um, he picked up two personal fouls. All right, that's enough about him. Jeremy Grant hit OKC's first three pointer with about four minutes left in the quarter. So that lets you know that OKC was not cooking early from outside. Another horrible mistrouble by Russell Westbrook led to an easy alley-oop by uh, Anthony Davis. And then towards the end of the quarter, Paul George. He's near the top of the key, and he tries to draw contact, goes up with it, doesn't get the contact, and he's on his way down and kind of just shot puts the ball uh, towards the hoop and gets it to fall. Thought it was going to be an and one. It it wasn't. 
No fouls called. But pretty crazy three-pointer that got to fall, and OKC was leading by three points, 28-25. to So after this, we thought, okay, well, the Thunder started off pretty bad, but they're up by three somehow. Anthony Davis had nine points. Julius Randle had 10 points in that first quarter, and it looked like they were going to be able to beat OKC up inside. Well, that was a story of things to come later in the game. Uh, Jeremy Grant would get in foul trouble pretty early on. Uh, after this first quarter's over, he only had one foul at the end of one, but he would pick up fouls quickly in quarters two and three. And then later on, the Pelicans just did work inside. So, speaking of which, we will move to quarter two. Inside, Alex Abrinas had a, a pretty nifty move uh, where he was able to cut into the paint and he had a hard slam and we thought that Alex Abrinas was going to get going. I thought that he was going to be a big piece in this team uh, and their ability to possibly win this game moving forward after that dunk. And Dennis Schroeder started to get going as he has shown his ability to at the end of first quarters and to start the second. Uh, there was a weird alley-oop attempt by Dennis Schroeder that happened to go in um, in the basket. And so it counted as a three. And it was one of Dennis Schroeder's um, three three-pointers that he hit in the first half. <clears throat> Russ came back in uh, at 8.13. And I said, let's see if he settles in now. Narrator, he didn't. At least not until much later in the game. There's a huge block by Nerlens Noel on Julius Randle. That was one of the few uh, bright spots defensively that OKC had. Um, it was just a, a monster block and looked like it was going to get get some momentum going. And so Russell Westbrook, he was able to get the ball and... Try to set up some looks for others. He was cutting into the paint, dishing out, and guys just were not hitting shots. Hmm. Frustrating. Russ couldn't couldn't see the ball go in, and he couldn't see the ball go in for him, and he couldn't make the ball go in for others. So it was a pretty t- pretty tough go of it for Russ in the first half. I noticed that Alex DeBrennis was much better on defense this game. Um, he has really been very much improved this season. He had a very nice play where he forced the action towards the baseline and then had some feisty hands as the the Pelican player who was trapped tried to pass it inside. He kind of slapped at the ball and then ended up with it on the ground um, and then threw the ball out into transition, and that led to an easy bucket by Steven Adams. I made a note that New Orleans has great ball movement. OKC is stagnant with the ball. Well, on the game, New Orleans had 29 assists compared to OKC's 23, and a lot of those assists for OKC came late as they were able to, again, to get in transition and get easy buckets. So... 
Alex Schroeder hit his second three in four trips down the floor to give him that third three-pointer in the in the half. And then towards the end, I have a note. Adams is cooking anyone in his path tonight. Nice footwork against Randall. And he hits an eight-footer. It was really a thing of beauty. Uh, he faked left. Then he he shimmied back to the right and looked like he was going to kind of do that that scoop under and Randall bit hard on it and then Adams uh, just reset and went over with uh, with just a normal hook shot from eight feet and hit nothing but the bottom and it was just it's really pretty to be able to watch him do work um, that, or it's really beautiful to get it to watch him do work um, but as always in games lately we try to get him going early, and he does, and then we just aren't able to be effective with it in the second half. So I mentioned that Jeremy Grant had one foul in the first half. He would have two in the two additional in the, the second quarter to give him uh, three for the half. But he was a plus three uh, in the plus minus. He had seven points. He had that one three-pointer couple of boards so he had four boards and one assist uh, so he was pretty active pretty involved and I say all that because on the back end of or on this turn of the first half to the second half uh, things would change quickly so at the end of the first half uh, New Orleans was up 57 to 56 on OKC some box scores of note Dennis Schroeder was leading OKC with 15 points on 5 of 10 shooting. Steven Adams had 12 points on 6 of 7. And Paul George had 9 points on 4 of 7. By this point, Anthony Davis had 18 points. Drew Holiday had 14. Julius Randle had 12. And this game looked like it could really go either way. New Orleans looked like they were more efficient in some aspects than the Thunder. They definitely were uh, shooting free throws. The, the Pelicans overall for the game shot 80% from uh, free throw. And the Thunder only shot 63% from the charity stripe. Okay, we're going to move to the second half. Grant picked up his fifth foul. So I told you he had three fouls at the end of the first half. He picked up his fifth foul with 10-11 left in the third quarter. This moved uh, Paul George to have to guard Anthony Davis. And this also forced guys like uh, Patrick Patterson to try to play against Anthony Davis or Julius Randle. And it just did not work. So right away... <laughs> We had Dennis Schroeder and Terrence Ferguson in after Jeremy Grant picked up his fifth foul. And there immediately after that, there was an alley-oop play that went to hit Anthony Davis on the right block. And he went up basically with one hand because he was getting fouled and was able to just kind of touch the ball uh, towards the basket and it rolled in for an and one. And it was at that moment that I knew that the Thunder were in trouble. Westbrook went down shortly after that and hit a three. Yay. <laughs> but then the Thunder were over the foul limit with 6.28 left in the third. After foul, after Russell Westbrook got a foul called on him and a technical foul. 
Mm. Yeah, we saw some of that, uh, some of that dog and rust at that point. And honestly, he was he was getting fouled a lot. Uh, the, this was not the refs' best game. I know everybody wants to make excuses for their team, saying that the the refs sucked in a loss. But there were some pretty pretty bad, uh, pretty bad calls by the refs against the Thunder in this one. And Russell Westbrook was just getting frustrated because the game just wasn't coming easy to him here or really anybody in, for the Thunder. The Thunder were getting worked inside on defense. And it was really Holiday able to get inside the paint and do some work. But most of it, obviously, was Anthony Davis. He had 18 points in the third quarter. So this bumped him up to 36 points at the end of three. Um, And New Orleans was able to pull out a five-point lead, 89-84 to at the end of the third. Dennis Schroeder kept going, though. Um, he ended up being 3 of 8 uh, from three-point land, but he was starting to get his floater to, to work a little bit and start to get some easy layups, and he had 21 points at the end of three. Moving to the fourth quarter, OKC was able to get the third foul on the Pelicans with 10-44, and they were not able to pay it off. <laughs> Early on, OKC was missing open threes in the quarter. Dennis Schroeder was missing threes. Uh, Patrick Patterson missed some threes. And Jeremy Grant was missing some wide open threes that we had come to expect him to hit. Dennis Schroeder eventually got another three-pointer to fall. But the Pelicans just kept dominating the boards offensively OKC was locking down getting some stops even though there were some big mismatches down low but it seemed like OKC had two uh two players down in the paint out of position compared to what seemed like three Pelicans all night long and the Pelicans got the ball back and just had putbacks all all night long one of the strengths of Dennis Schroeder has been his ability to hit that lob pass. He's probably one of the best on the team, if not the best. And yet tonight it didn't work. And I think that was due to the length of the Pelicans. The Thunder just were not able to get position and hold it. And so no easy easy buckets for the Thunder. And then I thought the tide was going to turn by a miraculous play. So Nerland's Noel kind of had the ball in no man's land and was about to get trapped and so he had a skip pass all the way across the across the court to Terrence Ferguson, who was in the corner. He jumped up in the air. He made a miraculous catch. He landed and then went right back up and somehow splashed the corner three. And then Russell Westbrook followed with a three. And it looked like OKC was going to get out of this hole. At, before that sequence of events, the lead had swelled for the Pelicans up to double digits. And then the Thunder were starting to claw their ways back, their way back into this one, and it was a one-possession game. Then one of two plays that shows that Russ Russ had it mentally tonight, and it just wasn't there physically. The Pelicans were hacking the crap out of Russ. Russ didn't get the call. Russ got pissed. 
And so too often we would see Russell Westbrook on the next trip down the floor. He would take the ball and kind of force the action and probably drive to the basket or shoot an ill-advised three. And it would start to be that quote unquote uh, bad Russ, right? Well, he decided not to force the, the issue the next time down the court. Found a wide open man <clears throat> in Jeremy Grant for three and miss. That's how the game has gone for the Thunder. That's how it went for most of it. But Russ showed that mentally he was there and he was willing to make the correct play. But the Thunder's defense was locked in in the fourth quarter. They were they were tough in the fourth quarter. They were able to get some stops in the fourth quarter. And one of them resulted in Steven Adams getting the ball out in transition and a Eurostep. That's right. Steven Adams had a Eurostep and it wasn't an air ball. It was just an easy finger roll. Um, and it looked, it looked pretty nice. He looked nimble of foot uh, out there in transition. Okay. We're going to fast forward to about four minutes left. And a big three by Paul George. There was good action. There were four passes on that trip down the floor. And it swung from one side to the other. Resulting in a three at the top of the key by Paul George. And he he banged it home with uh, four minutes left to cut it to five. Okay. And the Pelicans go down, miss a shot, and then get the put back. And so OKC goes back down and feeds it into Adams. And Adams gets fouled with two minutes left. And... Makes two big free throws to cut it from seven to five. Then OKC gets another stop. Russ goes out to get the rebound. And he lands and fumbles the ball a little bit and cannot gather it back. And Anthony Davis is there and Anthony Davis has the put back. Paul George goes down on the other end and draws foul number five on Anthony Davis to cut it back down to five. With 154 left. So OKC at this point has cut it to five three separate times within the last two minutes. And then Paul George <clears throat> drives in, gets fouled in the end one, and he makes the free throw to cut it to two. And this is coming off of a huge steal from Steven Adams uh, that led to him getting that in transition. And this was coming off of a big trap by Paul George and Russell Westbrook where Paul George got the ball and then he dished it to Russell Westbrook in transition. So that was five points that cut it back down from seven to two. And it was here where I thought, okay, Oklahoma City is going to find a way to pull this thing out on the road. There was a rebound made by Oklahoma City. Billy Donovan called a timeout and there was like, it was under a minute and Russell Westbrook just couldn't corral the ball uh, almost turned it over figured was able to finally get it back forced the issue and it resulted in him shooting a three and missing it there was a foul with uh, 10 seconds left the Thunder were down by two Julius Randle missed both free throws rebound Adams timeout Then Billy Donovan calls a play. If you remember the Brooklyn Nets game where Paul George hit his uh, game-winning three, there was an action where Russell Westbrook got the ball. He was 
He was driving uh, into what would be a screen by Paul George, uh, and then there there would be the kick out to Paul George, where hopefully he would take the three and where uh, he just get his opportunity. That wasn't there. Then Russ, you know, it's less than ten seconds. That wasn't there, and about seven seconds, he decides to drive the ball in, and it's him against Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis has position, and instead of Russ deciding to pull up for the tie from about like thirteen feet, he decides he decides to take one additional dribble in, and he kicks it out um, to the wing, and Alex Brennis is there. And it wasn't the most wide open three, but it was it was pretty much wide open in today's NBA. And it was a good look. Alex Abrinas just looked like he was a little off balance shooting it, and it clanged off. And with 0.4 seconds left, the Thunder had to foul. Two additional free throws puts it up to four, and that is all she wrote. So, the stats for the game. Steven Adams had 20 points, six boards, two assists. Russell Westbrook uh, fought back with 10 points in the fourth quarter, four steals on the game, seven assists, six rebounds. It's overall a solid game, and he was even in the plus-minus. Dennis Schroeder, 24 points on nine of 18 shooting, four of 11 from three. And OKC attempted a season-high 43 three-pointers and only hit 30% of them. Highly inefficient. OKC also shot 48% from the field. And even more telling, 17 of 27 from the free throw line for 63% from the charity stripe. You're not going to win a lot of games on the road when you have 18 turnovers and you're shooting 63% from the free throw line. It's just it's not going to happen. Some big sta- some big games happened by the the big 3 for New Orleans. Anthony Davis had 44 points on 16 of 32 shooting. He only attempted 3 three-pointers, but he was 11 for 11 from the stripe. 18 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and a block. Julius Randle, 22 points, 12 rebounds. Drew Holiday, 20 points on 8 of 21 shooting. 5 boards, 10 assists. Even Frazier had 6 points, 9 assists, and 9 rebounds. So we were close to giving... Frazier, a triple-double. Some team stats for this game. New Orleans only shot 46% from the field. New Orleans only shot 22% from three. But New Orleans made seven additional free throws than the Thunder. 80% from the stripe. And this was the key. They beat the Thunder 56-39 in rebounds. 17-9 on the offensive boards. 
39 to 30 defensive boards. They had six more assists, four more steals, and the same amount of turnovers. They beat OKC 74 to 48 in the paint. So, the story of the game, the Thunder could not protect the paint. They forced the Pelicans to shoot horribly. But the Pelicans were able to pay it off at the line. And they were able to beat the Thunder inside. Resulting in them scoring 26 more points in the paint than OKC. Alright, so I mentioned some of those key stats by the Thunder. But I didn't mention one person's overall game. And I'm talking about our player of the game coming up next. And so the player of the game for tonight is... Paul George. The guy who has been the player of the game for most of the season now. So in 37 minutes on 9 of 17 shooting, he was... 3 of 7 from 3-point land, and 4 for 4 from the free throw line. He had 25 points, 11 boards, 5 assists, 2 steals, and a block, but he was all over the place defensively. He forced uh, some plays to get muddled up, and he had to do a lot of it while defending Anthony Davis. The Thunder did a great job of allowing Paul George to to defend him and giving him the support that they needed to not have him in trouble. But Paul George was pretty smart and picked his, uh, his moments to be aggressive on the defensive end. And he only had four fouls in the game. And I thought that earlier on, again, with Jeremy Grant's foul trouble, that that could have been a larger issue. But he maintained his composure and made a couple of big plays again He forced that steal to get the ball out to Russell Westbrook in transition. And then uh, defensive play led to him getting the ball in transition. And ultimately, uh, he was just able to get the and one. I just wish that he would have been able to get the last shot. And I think if he would have been, that things could have gone completely different. But Paul George, again, was our best player tonight and he was our player of the game what does that mean do i get do i get anything do i win do i get a bonus (laughs) i'll be sick no it's just i don't know seems dumb it does now with this loss the thunder fall back to third in the Western Conference. With the 17-9 and record, they're a half game behind Denver at the two spot and a full game behind the Golden State Warriors. So now we're tied with them in the loss column with all three teams, but we've played one less game than Denver and two less games than Golden State. So we can still make pace and we can still, um, or keep pace rather, and, uh, and make up that ground, but... The night did not help in a game that we could have won, in a game that really we should have won if we would have 
hit a couple of free throws and maybe been a little more uh, efficient here and there and maybe block somebody out in the paint. So it'll be very interesting to see how that matchup is the next time around for OKC as they face the New Orleans Pelicans. Some additional housekeeping. So Friday, the Thunder travel to Denver to face the Nuggets. Again, the Nuggets are in the two spot, and this is a chance for OKC to avenge a loss at home to Denver earlier this season, where the Thunder just got down early and had to rally back and just didn't have enough to get the job done. We'll see if they can start out a little quicker this time around. If you like this podcast or you just have any thoughts or concerns, please leave us a feedback. Uh, Wherever you get your pods, leave us a five-star review. If you wouldn't mind if you agree and uh, just interact with us that's the only way we get better uh, so we want to hear any and all criticism uh, hopefully as long as it's positive and uh, just engage with us that's the only way we're going to make this thing better and more enjoyable for you guys our listeners the ones that we do this for to begin with um, you can find all of our podcasts on now that's thunderbasketball.com all of our wrap-ups on that and uh, thunderousintentions.com as well as wherever you get your pods. On behalf of all the boys at OKC Topic Thunder, I'm Matty Moles and I'm wishing you guys a good night. God bless and thunder up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.